Yo, all right. Um, I just want to remind everybody that this podcast is sponsored by Paradise Adult Boutique. Um, continuing to sponsor the podcast, obviously, through all these crazy times. They've been closed for the past couple of weeks and continue to support, so make sure you support them once things get back to normal. Uh, of course, um, we're hoping he gets the store back open um, towards the beginning of May. There's details on that on his Twitter and on mine as well. I shared everything out, so make sure you check that out as well if you need it. Um, I'll give out uh, his Twitter as well. You'd think I would just know it by now, but I always, you know, I always get nervous. I'm going to say the wrong thing here. Um, Paradise Adult AZ. So make sure you follow him on Twitter for more details. Um, they're continuing to sponsor the podcast, which is almost unheard of um, in obviously the situation we're all in right now. So. Thank you, Paradise Adult Boutique, for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Um, look, we're still growing. It's super cool. I was just checking kind of uh, the numbers and the da- you know downloads and listens and all that kind of stuff, and it looks like we've got some new listeners, which is cool. Um, you know, obviously with the internet, it helps um, it helps grow this podcast. So um, if you're listening, it's from what I'm looking at right now, we've got people. Uh, that started listening in the past couple of weeks from Vietnam, uh, Germany, Australia. Um, We've got people in England and in Scotland. So if you're new to the podcast, thank you for listening. Hopefully you'll continue to listen. Um, And then, of course, keep telling your friends and uh, spreading the word and sharing the podcast. And also, leave a review, five stars. Leave a comment, please. That stuff helps a ton. So please, if you're you're listening right now, pause and go uh, leave a comment. You've got nothing else to do, I promise. Um, but besides that, uh, this is an episode, me and Dom, uh, obviously catching back up. Um, a little bit, of course, of quarantine talk, but I would say um, 45 minutes of the hour is just normal podcast. We obviously want to give you guys a break from everything, so uh, give it a listen. And um, also, quick little tease, I'm going to put out a little bonus thing as well. Um, I got my mom on the phone. <laughs> And she is giving movie reviews now. Um, mostly for movies you've never heard of, so it's just that much more entertaining. Um, yeah, so that'll be posted here uh, in the next couple of days as well. Either way, thank you for listening. I hope you're doing okay out there. Check in on your friends, wash your hands, and stay inside. And uh, here's another episode of Speaking of Nothing. There we go. Is that better? So much better. I had to do it in my kid's room. <laughs> Vito's room. That's okay. Um, I, I hear like an echo of me though. Is there any way like maybe turn me down a little bit? Okay, let me see. Okay, talk. Okay, is that better? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't hear an echo either. Okay, perfect. All right. Okay, well... Round two. Try this again. Here we go. Um, let me just get like some levels. My levels look good. Let me hear your levels really quick. Just give it a, a old uh, college chat there. Hello there. I'm singing to you. <laughs> okay. Because I am beautiful. <laughs> okay, perfect, man. I think that's good. Um, awesome. So yeah, I've got you know I've got this weird setup going on where we're FaceTiming, but recording through my computer and. I don't know. It's just, I. It's just at least when it works correctly, it's it's almost a little bit better just to like see the other person while we're talking. So. Oh yeah. You know, and plus I just I haven't seen your face in in over a month now. I know it's crazy, man. Like uh, I I do I I honestly miss you guys all. I had a I had a phone call with Mo on Friday, and uh, I had a phone call with Shannon. I think on Thursday or Wednesday. It's just like God, I miss. I miss everybody. I know. It's it's going to be a crazy celebration when we can actually all be together and spend time together. Um, you were saying before when we were uh, uh, trying to figure this out, when I think uh, things would get back to normal. And honestly, dude, like, I mean, I, I saw on the news today that, like, there's 20 states that are slowly reopening. But we're one of them, right? We're not one of them, no. Oh, okay. So... Um, which is a little strange because our numbers have been so good, but it's such a hard thing to gauge. And, and I've got a lot of stuff I want to talk about that's not 
corona-related, because I would like to keep doing... We should do a podcast. I feel like I, I have been avoiding a lot of podcasts right now just because I want to hear anything but what I read on the news all day, you know? Yeah, but, exactly. But I, I, I do, you know, obviously... We haven't chatted in a while, and and it's and I would like to hear your opinion on some things, so we could definitely talk about it. But I've got a ton of stuff I want to get to. Um, but yeah, it's it's strange. Numbers in Arizona are super super low, which is obviously we, we're all very lucky to be living in a place that we the numbers are low. Yep. Um, you know, uh, again, it's tough because we're not doing a lot of testing still, so. There could be a lot of people that are infected that just aren't sick. There's all these different, um, you know, there's all these different scenarios that that could really mess things up. Uh, I, I've been doing. A, it's been really interesting to go back and and read about the Spanish flu and the, and the pandemic and how they handled things uh, back then. Uh, one of the things that I found really interesting was, you know. Obviously, even in Arizona, people were protesting for the, the lockdown. They want to get back out. They want to get back to work. Um, I find it's it's a little frustrating, uh, specifically for me, just because I have you know someone in my family who is working in the hospitals right now, trying to keep people alive and like keep people healthy. And the reason we're staying inside is to just slow it down to make it easier on the healthcare workers. Yeah. You know, you know that's really what it comes down to. So. The protesting is frustrating, but it's also a part of the pandemic. And I think we talked about this too. There's these things called super spreaders, and there's always they're always going to exist. There's always yep. going to be people that are doing this. Um, and then, like I was saying, I was doing some research, just kind of reading about the Spanish flu, which is like obviously not really super comparable because like 50 million people died or something crazy. But it's so crazy because you see these people protesting now, and you're like. Obviously, the information, we're, we're so lucky with the amount of information we get that it, you would think these people would realize what's happening and they would just stay inside. But it's never going to be like that. People are always going to protest. People are always going to do the opposite. Um, but you're, you're just like, how could people be so dumb? And then it's like, oh, well, apparently uh, in 1918 and 1919 during the Spanish flu, uh, once things started to slowly kind of calm down and less people were getting sick uh one of the things was they were making everybody wear masks and there were massive protests specifically in san francisco where people weren't just protesting staying inside they were protesting having to wear a mask like they just didn't want to wear a mask so there was these large protests in san francisco and then the second wave hit and san francisco got demolished like yeah. millions of millions of people died because of these protests and just and not only because of the protests but because there's these things come in waves so that's when when you when you ask me like when do you think things are going to get back to normal i would hope that if people pay attention to history and 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 obviously we have very smart people like dr fauci who's who's in charge of all this stuff he knows history he knows how pandemics work he knows there's waves so it's like it's smart the the plan that Trump put out where it goes in phases. So that that that's smart. Yeah. It's it's great. I understand, you know, the whole country's going to go fucking it's going to be the greatest depression of all time if nobody goes back to work. I get that. But it's just like it has to be in phases. It has to be slow. And, you know, it's like 25 million people filed for unemployment already, which is like terrifying, but it's insane. It's, it's just insane. It's like I understand it's scary and and clearly we're not we nobody was prepared for like that sort of uh, unemployment and how to handle that and how to pay people and blah blah blah. It's so crazy and it's like we're all figuring it out and it's and it's terrifying and and and, and you know. Yeah, and I and, I, and I and I agree with you too. I thought it was pretty idiotic of these people to be protesting because not yeah. only are they protesting, but they're they're so close together. To bring their kids, and it's like that shit's gonna spread, man. If someone's got it in that group, everybody's gonna get it. And like, yeah. I, I, I get, I, I see both sides. I see the people that need, they say they want to go back to work. Yeah, they gotta make money and support their family. I see that. Yeah. And then I also, I, you know, I agree with the healthcare workers too. Like, we gotta stay inside. We gotta do that. Yeah. I think, like you said, everybody's just 
everybody's just scared right now because yeah. everything's so up in the air and nobody really knows what to do right now. Yeah, it's and 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 again, I don't want to do a whole podcast about it. I think we could talk yeah. about it a few more minutes, but and I think uh, and it's like the media is 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 so built on especially now with like getting clicks getting views getting people oh, to, yeah. to so it's like you know and the latest thing that i saw was like oh uh, young people are, are getting are having strokes from blood clots caused by corona and you're like okay where's the data like what, what you, a yeah. couple a couple of people a handful of people got you know blood clots and had strokes because of corona possibly it's it's just they're just the media is to blame for so much of this because they they're freaking people out yep. and and i don't know man it's just it's it's so fucked up and and people are reporting on things that they really don't have any information on like we're literally we're learning more every single day it's like if 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 these news outlets could just maybe hold off on the fucking terrifying headlines until they have like proper fucking, you know, conclusions from scientists. Yep. I think I think we'd be a lot better off because I know I'm fucking laying in bed at two in the morning reading the story about the dude getting blood clots and having a stroke, and I'm just like, cool. I guess we're all gonna fucking have brain aneurysms. Well, and two, like I, I, the thing that really makes me angry over all this is this this is the time for the Democrats and the Republicans to come together yeah. for the people. And, like, all they're doing is just going back and forth and fighting with each other. It's like, this is not the time. Hold I agree. I agree. Hold that, hold that bullshit for when we're done. When we're done with this, go back. Go okay. Back to hating each other. I, do all that. I, I totally agree. And I think that, if anything, and again, I, I know I keep saying this, but we don't need to do the whole podcast about this, but there are, there are things that I would like to at least say, but... I think one thing we're seeing right now is is how unintelligent so many people we put in charge are. Like, yep. did you see any of the interview with the governor of Las Vegas? Oh, that lady. I wanted to come through the screen and punch that lady. Dude, I mean, I just... You, it, and again, you can go online, you could watch the interview that she did with Anderson Cooper. There's literally a screenshot of Anderson Cooper just, like, with his hands over his face, like... Because, again... Sh- and whatever, we don't need to get into it. It's so insane. If you if you haven't watched it, if you want to really hate somebody, watch the interview with the governor of Las Vegas because she's a dumb fucking broad. And I don't use that term all the time because it's it's slightly offensive, but she's a dumb fucking broad. So anyway, I'm glad you're healthy. Obviously, I think obviously your 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 children, your parents, everybody's doing good. Everybody's doing good. Good. Uh, good everybody's good, just good. staying inside. Uh, good. My you know, my parents are like in their sixties, so whenever they need like food and stuff, I'll go out and I'll make yeah. sure you know the grocery store for them. Well, Kids are you are, good. are you using, dude? I've been using strictly delivery services. I don't even. I haven't been to the grocery store in almost two months. I'll use delivery for some stuff, but for other stuff, like uh, my sister, she works in the medical field, so she was able to uh, give me a couple masks. So whenever I go out, I've got my mask on. That's good. Yeah, I've got my gloves, and then as soon as I get back in the in the truck, I, I take a shower and hand sanitizer. I'm just yeah, make myself. I try to be as careful as I can be when I yeah. when I go out. I agree. I've been doing the same. So again, uh, this was supposed to be a drinking episode, but Dom's drinking sparkling water right now. <laughs> uh, so I went to I went to the liquor. I risked my life to go to the liquor store today because we're doing a fucking drinking episode. Uh, so. Uh, I went to the liquor store, and luckily, I am I have a drive-through liquor store in my neighborhood. Oh, so, nice. dude, so convenient. I pull up to the drive-through. the The guy running the drive-throughs, he's got a mask on, which I appreciate so much. And you know, I've just got my 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 uh, Lysol wipes, and basically, he hands me. Uh, you know my six pack of beer, and I immediately just wipe it down with my yep. with my wipe, and I put it in the passenger seat. He rings up my credit card, he hands it back. I immediately wipe down my credit card with my hand sanitizer, put it back in my pocket. I you know I tell him no receipt, and then I just scoot on out of there. And 
honestly, it's so it's kind of refreshing to see people wearing masks that are working in in these places. Obviously for their safety, but you know, uh, you know, for everyone's. I, I I saw a couple of different things where uh, you know statistics and and whatever. It's like you're not wearing the mask to protect yourself. Like the mask yeah. isn't really saving you. It's the mask really works to help other people. So yep. if we all wear masks, then we're good. So and uh, two, like uh, for people listening, make sure you know. I've been doing this like crazy. If I get uh, delivery like food like from Uber Eats and shit, yeah. Like I make sure I'm tipping those drivers like a yeah. good amount of money. And I, I yeah. And look, if you can't afford, it's tough too because it's like well. People are scared to go outside. I get that. And you want to do delivery to support local. And then you also want to do delivery to stay inside. But it's like, look, if you got to just eat fucking pasta every day for a couple of months because you can't afford to tip these people the way they deserve to be tipped, then don't order delivery either. Because yeah. you then this is just the, the life un, that we're living right now. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. And I've been dealing with this with my dad a little bit, too, because... He gets a little stir-crazy, and he wants to... The, the one thing that's, like, keeping him sane is, you know, being able to still cook good dinners and, like, eat good food and stuff, which means he's going to the grocery store, like, three times a week. And I'm like, Dad, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and he that's knows and he knows that, and he does cut back, and he is good about it, but they're, like... It'll, and, and, of course, the grocery stores are doing... are great. You know, he goes... He goes to Trader Joe's and they only allow 10 people in at a time and yep. all that stuff is good. But it's like, look, you know how many fucking dinners I've had where I just have pasta and fucking red sauce? Like, I just, that's it. Like, I just, it, I'm trying to, to only order groceries twice a month. So, I, you know, it's not that hard. You could order enough food to last you two weeks. Dude, like, <laughs> this past month, I think... Uh, I've eaten the most frozen pizzas I've ever eaten in my entire life. Just Dude, I saw a story online that, that we're running, that the country is coming up on a shortage of frozen pizzas. That, I saw that too, and I said I would start knifing people <laughs> if I can't get a frozen dude, pizza. Dude, is going to be fucking currency in no time. Oh, I know, dude. I can't uh, wait. I did. I scored big time. Uh, it was last week. I was able to on Amazon Fresh. I had Amy kind of show me some tips and tricks with that. Yeah. And I was able to score like two big massive things of toilet paper. There and you I go, was, dude. I was so excited. I I know we talked we talked about this on one of the first podcasts we did together, where I, I mentioned to you like I went like on like a like a a panic grocery store run, you know, weeks before there was a lockdown or anything. And I'm still living off of that toilet paper. I have not bought in toilet paper in fucking two months, dude. That's how. That's how. That's how much. I you know obviously again it's, I'm just one person. I'm, it's not like I'm shitting nine times a day. So it's like you've obviously got kids and your parents and like it's different. Yeah. But it's just like I'm not wiping my fucking dog's asshole. Like he just shits everywhere and we just move along. Has your um, dog? Uh, has your dog been loving? you being home now though dude he does he, he's actually sitting right next to me right now which is nice but dude he i i honestly feel like he likes he misses the alone time i really do <laughs> feel like he dude because when i would leave to like run to you know drop off something to my mom or whatever i'm doing uh you know i would come back home after like an hour of being gone or whatever and he would he would be like he'd have like that surprised look on his face where he's like I thought you were gonna be gone for like six hours what are you fucking doing back here, and he just he, he dude I I I didn't realize how much of the day he spends just sleeping in my bed, I caught him the other day, fully spread out on my pillows just passed out like tongue hanging out like drooling on my pillows and I was like, what are you doing man, <laughs> so and he, he's so. Yeah, I, I, I mean, again, the reason I got this, my dog, was because he immediately showed signs of not caring whatsoever about anything, and he's continued to show that same spirit of, I don't give a fuck. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It, you know, we, we still go on, I, we try and go on long walks, like, um, you know, I'm lucky my apartment complex is a really relatively big apartment complex, so we could go on a, a nice little walk around 
Uh, I, I avoid the, there's a dog park in my apartment complex, but I avoid the dog park just yeah. because there's still dumb people in my complex that are all hanging out. They're like face to face hanging out at the dog park. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? So I don't know. So I'm, I'm avoiding the dog park, but yeah, we go on long walks and stuff. And, and, you know, luckily again, like when I do grocery shop and order stuff, I, I've been just trying to get him stuff to keep him entertained because the you know we do go on long walks, but a lot of them are short, just to try and get in, get out kind of thing. But um, all right, so, so go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, have you like uh, been watching anything like awesome recently or like? Yes. Yeah, like, so, dude, dude, you read my mind. That's that's the first thing I wanted to get into. I've got a list of stuff I want to talk about that's yeah. not end of the world related. So let's get yeah. into some of that. <laughs> uh, so first of all, I wanted to ask you. Um, obviously, there's a bunch of great comedy specials that have been coming up on Netflix lately. Um, of course, Tom Segura, Burt yep. Kreischer, and Chris D'Elia all put out specials. Um, did you see uh, Burt talking about how they, how in each of their specials, they did a part of a joke? Yeah, were they into, like, they intertwined somehow? Did you, have you caught it yet? So, no. Okay, so I haven't watched Burt or Delia's special yet. I just I've only watched Tom's, um, but just from watching Tom's special, I think I have an idea of what the. Have you watched all of them? I've I've seen all of them. Okay, so, uh, and this is just a hunch, but there's a there's a a little chunk of Segura's special where he makes this like he he just randomly starts talking about Bill Cosby. So, do you remember that? Yes, when he's talking about... Yeah, yeah. So, and this is just a guess, but do you think, or did Dalia and Bert talk about Cosby at all? From what I remember, I don't think they did talk okay. about Cosby. My, my theory, too, is where, I, and I've seen this from a lot of people, Yeah. they think that the three of them just said that so they could push everybody... Oh, that's so smart. ...to watch, you know, the three specials. That's so smart. So... Okay, so basically what Bert said was, for people that don't know, Bert basically said, uh, so him, Dalia, and, and Segura all put out specials on Netflix around the same time. So their, their Easter egg for their specials was, we each did a part of a joke in each of our specials, and you got to try and find it. So basically, like, I think he said, like, one of them did, like, the... The, the intro to the joke, one did like the meat of it, and then one did like the punchline, kind of the end thing. Um, and then people are supposed to try and find them. And dude, first of all, I just thought that idea in general was like a, a cool idea. Yeah. But if it's just to make everybody watch all three, that's fucking genius. It's even better. That's like the most incredible marketing idea for a stand up I've ever fucking heard of. And I'll tell you too, after seeing all three of them, like I thought all three of them were uh, super funny, but in my opinion, I think Tom's is the best out of the three. Okay, so I think I texted you something about this too, but Bert, look, I love Bert. I, I really do. I, 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 can't, I can't listen to all of his podcasts. Some of them I, I can't get into. I can't get into everything he does, but I do enjoy Bert. And... The only thing that bugs me about him is that, specifically in his stand-up, he sounds, he still sounds like Dave Attell. <laughs> he just does, man. Like, like the way he says things, like, like the, just the way he, he, like, pronounces certain words and just, like, kind of, it's not even like, his punchlines don't sound like Attell, but he just, he just sounds like Attell to me. I, I just, I hear Dave Attell every fucking time I listen to Bert do stand-up, and I just couldn't fucking... I just can't get into it. Well, and I think, too, I think tell if I remember correctly, is, like, his favorite comedian of all time. So he's yeah. probably, you know... Like, no, and he's been open about how, like, yeah. he's sounded like a tell before, and, well, dude, and, dude, I mean, there was... If you you can go on YouTube right now, there's a, uh, there's a, a podcast from Bert where it's Bert, Tom, and a tell... And dude, it's so good. And one of the funniest parts of the whole podcast is where Dave Attell starts shitting on comedians who who are just storytelling comics. Yep. <laughs> and 
and it's and it's Bert and it's Tom. I mean, they're both yeah. fucking storytelling comics. Tom obviously is a lot better at it than Bert is, but the, it's just yeah, no, it's the, both of them. Like they they both Tom though I feel like has found his voice more than Bert has. And I think that you got to give Bert a little bit of a leeway just because he's relatively famous, like newly famous. Yeah. Like he's been doing stand up for a long time, but like nobody was really paying attention to it. And I think it's going to take Bert some more time to really sound completely like, you know, he's got his own personality and whatever, but I still, I still, dude, I'm telling you, man, I was listening to him do some stand up and it just sounded like fucking a tell. Um, uh, but I ended up. Not to go back into this, but man, I am, I am looking forward to the day when we can go back to comedy shows. Like after watching yeah. those specials, it yeah. just made me realize how much I love stand-up comedy and how much I miss it. Well, so what they're trying to do and what they've been doing is like a lot of these, you know, and it's all obviously for charity and stuff, uh, you know, be- benefiting whatever you know, food banks and blah blah blah, but. Yeah they're doing like all these like comedy type special things online and have you watched any of them i can't get into them i watched um the comedy store one so i, I watched yeah. the one with segura and chrysler and i forget who else was with them but the best one to me was the one with whitney cummings uh bobby lee uh and andrew santino and i forget who else was on there but uh and delia delia was on that one with them too but that one was super funny because those guys were just fucking going at each other. Yeah, so I, I have, I'll, I'll have to go back and see if I can find that. But, dude, I was going to say, too, the one with, with Whitney, Burt, and Adam Sandler was really funny, too, because... Did you see that? Because Burt fucked up everything. He called... He called uh, Happy Gilmore Happy Madison. Um, he called Uncut Gems, like, Gemstones or some bullshit. Like, he, he literally butchered every single thing Adam Sandler's ever done. And then he also asked Adam Sandler if Adam Sandler had a Netflix account, which is fucking hilarious. It's like... Well, you, you, you could tell he was super nervous talking to Oh, him. I mean, I get it. I understand he's, he was nervous, but it's like, Bert, you think Adam Sandler doesn't have a fucking Netflix account? <laughs> like, Adam Sandler's got, like, 20 movies on Netflix. Yeah, like, right. they, they, they gave him an account. Like, he's got a Netflix account. And if he if they didn't give him one, he could probably afford fifteen dollars a month. Um, oh, I will say though, I was a little surprised that you watched the Chris D'Elia special, considering he cursed you out over the internet. I think it, what it was. <laughs> Which, by the way, I I wasn't I've never said on the podcast until right now. Yes, you son of a bitch. And I feel like we should. Who gives a fuck now? Yeah, fuck it. I think what what it was was I forget what I was watching and uh, Chris, somebody was interviewing Delia and Delia basically was saying you know like how when he does his stand up or anything he does he just wants to make sure it's perfect and same with what's being pushed out on the internet Yeah. and you know he just wants it to be perfect and he wants to make sure that it's funny so like I think after watching that and listening to that like it kind of changed my mind with what happened with that situation like yeah but I mean, I still think he could have said it a little bit. Differently <laughs> to me, but like, oh, you mean he could he could have not cursed you out over the internet for ten minutes? Yeah, 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 exactly. But like now, I kind of you know, it's kind of made me see his way of thinking. Sure. Bit, so. Look, I I I can understand his line of thinking and still feel like he could have been nice about it. Oh, totally, totally. You know, and yeah. like I understand. Yeah. Also, people have bad days. Maybe we caught him on a bad day or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, he kind of had to have. Look, there's you posted a photo that you took of him and put it on Instagram and wrote like this whole caption about how like he's one of your favorite comics and all this stuff. And then he commented on it and was like very nice in the comments about yeah. it. So it's like to see all of that and then still be such an asshole to you. <laughs> It did. It crushed me. Well, you, you know, I told you, yeah. it fucking crushed me just because, yeah. like you said, he's one of my favorites. And it would be the same way if, uh, you know, Segura or Bobby Lee did that. I think if Segura yeah. or Bobby Lee did it to me, it would hurt more. I would have, 
So we like kind of teased this whole thing on an earlier episode right after it happened and we didn't want to talk about it obviously because it was fresh and you know whatever yeah. but it's like we're in we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic right now. We could we could and I won't ta- I won't tag Dalia on anything that yeah. I post about this. But he was a fucking dick to you and that sucks. Yeah, like uh so some stuff happened, you know, at one of our events and some footage got out that uh, I guess needed to be, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? It, it, it just, the, the, the timing of the post should have been scheduled differently. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And there were some <laughs> words exchanged, and it, just, yeah. it, was, it was just something. Do you, still, something, do you still have uh, the screenshots? Oh, I saw the screenshots. Okay, so if anybody listening wants to see the screenshots, I'll, get a, I'll send you Dom's Venmo account. And if you send him ten dollars, he'll send you the screenshots. <laughs> I'll send you the screenshots. But it's just you know, it's it just bummed me out just because I wouldn't sure. say you know, Julie is one of my idols, but you know. No, it's just somebody thing. that you like enjoy their content, yeah. and it's like now you gotta you, now what you're gonna watch fucking Dalia do a podcast, and in the back of your mind, all you're gonna think about is how he fucking called you an asshole nine times. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and that's and I was I was super. Yeah, of course. I would have been too, man. I finally got a little bit over it, and like now I can go back and actually enjoy stuff. Because you know what, Dalia is fucking hilarious, and when he gets together with Brian Callen, oh dude, it's so good, man. I die laughing. Even when he was just on your mom's house, uh, I think it was a few weeks ago. Yep, that was really good. Yeah, so he was really good on your mom's house, and then there was another podcast I listened to him on that was really good. Oh, he was on Rogan, and then Callan. Yes, yes. And that was awesome. Him on Rogan was so good. It's it's interesting. I feel like Dalia is such a different comedian than what the normal comedians he Rogan has on that it oh, makes totally. it makes Rogan kind of like a different person a little bit. Yeah. Because um, Dalia's not like the a lot of the comics you feel like are either like been friends with Rogan for a long time. Or they're like newer comedians and they're like nervous. Where Dalia doesn't feel like either of those, so it's like kind of a different conversation. I, I I truly really enjoyed it, and and Dalia doesn't do a lot of other people's podcasts, so I felt like that was kind of interesting too, because you don't really see him have a back and forth, especially because his podcast is just him by himself. And it was crazy too to see Rogan take a back seat when yeah. Callan came on, and then when Callan and Dalia just start riffing um, with each other. It was just, it was kind of weird just to see Rogan sit back. Well, yeah, because Rogan, does, Rogan doesn't have that type of personality or, like, that type of, like, comedic back and forth. Like, Dalia and, and Callan have a, a very specific, like, back and forth. Yeah. They, have, they almost have, like, their own language, the way they speak yeah. to each other. It's yeah. very interesting. It's very interesting. And it's super funny. And, and Callan's great. And, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, um... Dude, okay. The the funniest thing Dalia's done in forever, and it's such a hard thing to make fun to to like make funny. So it's like I I don't know if you saw any of these clips. I'll send it to you if you haven't seen it yet because it made me laugh so hard. And I uh when things were really really bad in Italy, uh, obviously that was like a big news story. Was like how scary it was to be in Italy and and all the people dying and blah blah blah. Uh, I don't mean to be like and blah blah blah, but you know what I you know what I mean. Like yeah. everyone everyone knows what's going what happened in Italy. I don't need to to to, to tell you, but Dalia did like ten minutes on all of the Italians singing out of their windows. Did you see that? No, I don't think I saw. Dude, this. he does he does like this like kind of shitty Italian accent, and he just kind of recreates like what it must have been like for these Italian families who are just like sitting inside. And they just all of a sudden hear people singing, and it, dude, it's so funny. There's like one line, I, I don't even. I, there's, I can't do it justice because it's so goddamn funny. But I'll send it to you as soon as this is over, because it'll, 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 it'll make, it'll make you giggle so much. And it, and it, it honestly helped me through like a, a, like being stressed out about all of it, because. There's basically like again what what he was kind of recreating was like a, an Italian family just like sitting inside, and you know obviously quarantined, and they just start hearing people singing outside, 
And like the you know the the Italian dad is just like, what is that? What's what's going on? What is what's happening right now? And and then the wife is just like, oh well, people are 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 singing to to try and and relieve some and and basically he's just. I, again, I, I don't even want to try and do it justice, but it's so, so funny. And there's like one line where he, he says that I was just like repeating over and over to myself alone in my apartment. That was just making me giggle alone. And it, it, it's really, it's, it's, it really gives a lot of credit, I think, to comedians and how, how, how much we need them, especially right now, because something that is just so awful, obviously, of what's going on in Italy, he made, it, he made me laugh about something that was, that's so horrific. It's like, it's such a, a specific gift and like talent to be able to do that. Um, so anyway, uh, that was one of the things I, I wanted to talk about. If you haven't watched them yet, obviously, if you need to fucking laugh, watch Tom Go Segura's watch. special. It's so, so, so funny. Um, I immediately finished his special and then went back and watched his older, his past two ones on top of that. I just watched Segura do stand up for three hours one day and was just like cooking dinner and listening and just laughing. And it's like, you don't realize, especially for like me, like being alone in my apartment, it's like, I'm not laughing a lot because I'm just by myself, you know, like I'm not, you don't, it's really hard for like somebody to be completely alone and like make themselves laugh out loud to like genuinely laugh, you know? So it's, it's such, it's such an important thing to do. Like you probably haven't, I mean, I didn't even realize it until I started watching stand up again that I just wasn't really laughing a lot. It's like, oh man, I probably haven't like genuinely laughed in like a week or two. This is like and, so important. Yeah, and it feels good, you know, during, you know, all this shit that's going on. It feels good yeah. to just, you know, laugh for a little bit and, you know, get your mind off of stuff. Sure. Um, all right, so another thing I wanted to mention was I saw you post a little bit about it online. But your boy uh, Tom Brady not uh, not not making the best of news right now. Not How are you? Man. Are you okay? I was. Um, I took it really hard. <laughs> sure, I saw you um, cursing him out on the internet. Yeah, him and Gronk. Uh, well, yeah, I wanted to get to Gronk next. And again, I'm not like a, the biggest sports guy, but that was obviously a big story. Um, it, it, so it give me story. give me your perspective, like from be- before it was announced and and what you were thinking. So, like, before it was announced, I, I surely thought that he was going to come back. I figured yeah. Belichick and Kraft would have said, you know what, Tom, we're, we're going to do one more year with you. We're going to let you go out on a high note. But then after this, you know, we got to get some new blood in there. Sure. So that's what I had in the back of my head. So then when he signed with Tampa Bay, uh, the tears came out. Uh, I cried a lot uh, in, dark, in a dark room in the house. But, like, <laughs> Okay, sure. Yeah. I was I was angry at first, but then yeah. you know, slowly like I understood, you know, he he has something to prove and uh I think his time in New England was just up. Now, yeah. totally different story with Gronk. Gronk comes out of retirement. So, okay, hold on. Explain yeah. this to me though because you say he came out of retirement, but it from what the the the, the little bit that I read online was that he still had to be like released from the Patriots, or did I read that wrong? So when you when you retire um, in football, I believe uh, the team holds on to your contract for a few years. Okay. So just in case you want to come back. Yeah. So he was still underneath the Patriots. Yeah. So basically, he told him, "I want to come back and play football, but I don't want to play with you guys." Ah. So. Um, you know, and to be fair, Belichick got the better deal out of it. He, he shipped off Gronk to Tampa Bay with Brady and got a fourth-round pick out of it. Yeah. Um, ended up getting two really good tight ends out of the draft. But uh, him coming back just kind of pissed me off because when he left, he's like, I'm done with football. I'm too banged up. I can't do it anymore. And then he comes back. And he's young and he still, too, right? Game. Like, how old is he? Gronk, I believe, is only like thirty, maybe. Yeah, he's maybe younger. Gronk. He's younger than both of us. Yeah, his but his big deal was all the concussions that he had. His oh, okay. Back, okay. All that stuff. So he figures so, one more. I'll do one more year, and obviously, I mean, the, the if you're gonna do one more year, why not do it with the biggest news story in the NFL, which is Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. Yeah, pretty much, and I, I think that's what it'll be. I think Gronk will probably do another year or two. And, yeah. Uh, 
I think I think you might see him like actually retire when Brady hangs it up because I honestly think Brady's got maybe two years left in him. We'll what see. was what was the contract that he signed? Was it for two years? Uh, I think it was. It was for two years, um, and he's got a bunch of different clauses in there that yeah, you know they can't. Um, I think they can't trade him, and then some other uh, weird little stuff that goes on in there. Do you know how much he got for the year or two? It had to have been some insane amount of money. It wasn't that much. I want to say it was thirty million. Oh, you know, just like thirty million dollars for a year of playing football. Football money, you know, that's not that much. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, and people have asked me, they're like, oh, you're going to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan now? Yeah. I'm like, no. I go, I live and die with the Patriots. That's my team. If they yeah. suck, they suck. Sure. But will I cheer Tom Brady on? Yeah. I'd well, be fucking rooting for him. Sure. I mean, look, the guy obviously was like a big part of your favorite team for a long time. I understand yeah. that. It's like, dude, I, I, the, the only thing I could really, I could really relate to is like... Um, Obviously, you know, I, I grew up really loving hockey, and there was specific players that I really, really loved. And obviously, I mean, Wayne Gretzky was one of the, uh, the, the my favorite players of all time. I think most people's favorite player of all time. And he bounced around plenty in the NHL. Yeah. Like, he was on, obviously, he won a bunch of Stanley Cups with the Edmonton Oilers. And I think Wayne Gretzky is 100% the Tom Brady of, of the NHL. And. Oh, yeah. And he won a ton of cups with with Edmonton, and and that was great. And then, you know, he moved on, and he played with the L.A. Kings, and and I thought that was really great. Like, I loved watching him play in L.A. I thought that was really cool. And then, of course, you know, being a a, a young kid who was, like, obsessed with the New York Rangers, living in New York, all I, I played hockey every day of my life growing up as a kid. And then he comes and starts playing for the New York Rangers. It was like... I followed him everywhere, and then, of course, lucky, yeah. luckily for me, he ended up on my favorite team of all time, so it's like, it was kind of the opposite, I guess, where it was like, you know, Brady played for the Patriots, you love the Patriots, I get that, but it's like, I, I, I had no problem following Gretzky around, like, I, I loved it, I thought it was, it's so interesting to see what they could do with different teams and different coaches, and and I get people get weird and, and bandwagony and all that bullshit like that comes with sports. It's mostly just people that take sports way too fucking serious. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like he's still a, just a fucking person, and he he wants to do what he wants to do. Uh, one of the things I thought was really interesting too was that um, I read that Brady's bringing an entire fucking film crew with him, and there's going to be a documentary that's made about his entire first year uh, after leaving the Patriots, which sounds like. Something I would love to watch, knowing almost nothing about football or Tom Brady. Oh yeah, well that uh, the documentary he had, I think it was two years ago after when he lost, when the Patriots lost against uh, the Eagles or whatever. He had yeah. a documentary, and I thought it was fantastic. But you know what hurts my heart the most? What's that? You can see, you can see we're in my youngest's room, uh, Vito's room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a goddamn Patrick Mahomes poster. Uh huh. That hurts me. That makes me feel like I've been a bad parent. Well, I mean, I, okay, look, uh, we're, we don't need to get too real here, but I think it's great that your son feels comfortable loving whoever he loves, even though he knows how much you love Tom Brady. I think, if anything, I think that gives you some parenting points to the fact that, like, your kid feels comfortable going against you. Because yeah. a lot of kids would just be like, I love whatever my dad loves, and that's it. You know, so yeah. I'll I'll give you some you you deserve some parenting points on the fact that he's comfortable being who he is, but I understand why you would also want to rip that poster off the wall. He tells me every day that Tom Brady Tom Brady's an old man and that he's not, <laughs> and that he's not, not as good as Patrick Mahomes. I, okay, I okay, I love that he also feels comfortable talking so much shit to your face. <laughs> Like, you know what? It, that actually that that makes me so happy. And look again, I think that that's look that's to your credit, man. Like I think, especially as he gets older, I think you guys, you, if you both just like grow to have like rivalries in sports, that'll only make it more fun, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I, I love it, and I love that he's into it. Uh, yeah. my oldest, he's not a big football guy. He likes basketball. He loves basketball. So that's awesome too. Sure. Um, 
but I, you know, just the connection with football with me and Vito, you know, I love yeah. that. Uh, That's cool, man. You know, yeah. Um, all right. So, I mean, all the other stuff I really want to talk about was like little stuff, like just, um, well, first of all, did you see that Kim Jong-un is possibly dead? Oh, I saw that from like a botched like heart surgery or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been like following that honestly more than anything else right now just because it's such a good like, because I, I honestly feel like we're like we're living in like a movie right now. Like we really oh, are. Totally, like totally. it's such a fucking weird sci-fi movie that we're that we're in right now to the point where... The fact that the 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 B plot line to this movie we're in is that fucking North Korea's leader is possibly dead, and it's just so interesting to me because they're so secretive and like don't want to give out any information. So like it's so fun to like watch the news try and report on it because North Korea gives nothing to anybody. So every, literally every headline's just like Kim Jong Un is dead question mark like no one has any fucking idea what's going on and it's did, so interesting i did see china sent like some doctors or something yeah down there i saw i saw a headline on twitter where they're like oh no he's just fucking the headline was like he had like some some here he he like accidentally drank alcohol like that was like a North Korea headline. They're like, "Oh no, he just drank. He accidentally had some alcohol, and he's just not feeling well." And they're like, "Oh, okay. So what? He's hungover, or he fucking had a botched heart surgery?" Yeah. So I, dude, honestly, if you're looking for a, a way to like, if you want to stay connected with the news, and you're looking for a way to like keep to like try and like focus on anything else, I recommend watching that because it's super interesting. Um, and then. If he is dead, that's insane. And and if they're trying to cover it up, that's it's hilarious to me that like they're just like so weird about um, hiding this guy's death. It just makes North Korea seem even more insane than they already are. I, I did laugh. Uh, someone was talking about it on Twitter, and then underneath that tweet, someone just posted a photo of James Franco and Seth Rogen. Oh, dude, it's such <laughs> it's such another layer to all of that because. I mean, obviously, if you remember when that movie was coming out, uh, you know, there was all those like Sony hacks and like North Korea was yeah. like, oh, we're going to blow up fucking American movie theaters if people go. And, and they never put the movie in movie theaters because they were they were genuinely, which is so insane. It's like, did you really like, did you think North Korea was going to attack AMC fucking 30 because... Seth Rogen made a movie about killing this guy like it, dude it was so crazy I think what freaked everybody out was the fact that Sony got hacked and all of that kind of crazy shit but dude I mean if you're Seth Rogen right now like I mean it's it's like he predicted all this crazy shit it's so strange I don't know it's just it's a it's yeah, it, it's, it's a very crazy. it's a very weird distraction you know there's really not a lot of distractions nowadays just because everyone's kind of just all focused on what's happening and really the only way to get your attention is either tom brady or fucking the leader of north korea dies like that's about yeah, it yeah well it was nice too like uh we you know we've been watching the draft or the draft you know this past week or whatever and that was kind of a nice distraction and it was cool it, it was awesome to see you know like the families in their house and their kids yeah get that phone call that they get drafted and there's crying like that was a fun, like, little distraction, too. Sure, yeah. From, uh, from I mean, crazy stuff. You, you really don't realize, like, how much of, just, like, in general, in, like, life, sports is really just a way to escape so much other stuff. Like, it, it's, it really is, it is really beneficial. That's why I'm hoping, like, and I, and I don't care, like, it'll suck if there's no fans, but I really hope football can go through. Like, just, I yeah. play without the fans, just have the teams the coaches and the refs and that's it um yeah it's just the only thing about all that stuff is like obviously everybody in the nfl that's going to be involved would have to be tested beforehand yeah and then what happens when half of the nfl employees test positive like that yeah. would fucking kill all of it and then yeah. you're like and then people are immediately the media is going to be like why are we te wasting tests on fucking NFL coaches when we could be testing people in, you know, sick 
parts of the country and it's just like there's just so many variables to that that I think it would be obviously again like I agree it would be beneficial as like a distraction but I think it's really interesting how like YouTube has been helping because people have just been like watching old sports dude yes have you been doing that at all old sports like uh I was watching like old Super Bowls last week. Sure. You know, and yeah. While I'm working, doing you know station stuff. Yeah. I've got YouTube on the back playing, but like just to like, I actually find myself watching some YouTubers now. Really? Like, yeah. Very entertaining, you know. And, sure. Uh, but you know, YouTube, YouTube's been uh, pretty freaking awesome, you know, during all this stuff. Yeah, man. My dad. I was talking to my dad the other day, and he's he was he's been rewatching old. Uh, Yankees World Series from like the 50s and the 60s and stuff and he was like he was like retelling me about like a Mickey Mantle Game 6 World Series and I'm just like it's kind of cool like it's interesting and it it makes YouTube obviously very valuable that you can go back and watch that stuff I you know I was I'm not like a big sports guy but like I was going back and like just stuff was popping up in my feed on YouTube of like old because the Olympics obviously everything got postponed so there was like old like team like I remember loving Team USA like back in like the early nineties when it was like Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Patrick Ewing, uh, the dream team, the the dream team man like that yeah. dude I love I was upset I loved it man so it's kind of cool to go back like I was watching an old uh, dream team game uh, they were playing against I think it was Spain. And it was like, you know, one of like the final games. And it's just so cool to like go back and watch that stuff. And then I also know ESPN is like slowly putting out that Michael Jordan documentary that's really popular. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. I want to. Yeah, I don't have like any of the ESPN apps and stuff. So like I can't watch it. But I got to figure that out because I really want to watch it too. Um, I used to. Concerts, man. I've been watching concerts on YouTube, like really? from the, the festivals and stuff, and yeah. that's been awesome too, you know, going yeah. back and watching all that shit too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I definitely want to, like, I need to I need to find some more stuff to watch for sure. It's like, I can only watch so much TV or whatever. Uh, hey, do you find yourself, though, like, I, I this has been me lately just bored of tv and shit like, sure yeah dude yeah. i i i well hold on give me one second buddy hold on hold on yeah yeah all right sorry buddy um oh you're fine dude i've so i've been yeah like tv only really works for so much of the day like I, you can't just fucking watch tv non-stop but i have been definitely like even with like watching old sports and like old concerts and stuff like i've gotten super into just more of like the nostalgia kind of thing and uh one of the one of the other things i think i mentioned this on another podcast we did where uh i went like on my little panic buy was i went and bought a nintendo switch oh yeah dude i can't find any game systems or anything right now oh dude they're all fucking everybody just just bought them all up so uh, I've been, so with a Nintendo Switch, you could go into like their little like game store or whatever, and, and obviously buy games and stuff. And it's so smart. They're so like, luckily, like video games have progressed to the point where like you don't need the physical copy of a game to play them anymore. Another reason why it's like I hate that people are complaining about having to stay home when it's like, dude, you could just play video games forever. But and the, the thing too is like this is what everybody's wished for. I know. So they stay home, TV. Uh, video games and so so one of the things that nintendo switch has is there's like a thing you could download where it's just like i think it's like 25 of the original nintendo system games and dude i've been playing super mario 3 did you ever play that one it's 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 the one where you could like fly and stuff where like you get like the feather you know what i'm talking about Oh, yeah, a tail too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's like if you like hit hit whatever, you could you get like a feather, and then it, it gives you the tail, and you could fly or whatever. I think it's Super Mario Brothers three. So that was like one of the first video games I ever played in my life, just like growing up. And they have the entire fucking game that you could play on the Switch. And like I bought a couple of Switch games, like I bought Link's Awakening and Mar and like the new Mario Kart, which is super fun. Uh, and you could, you, could, you know, Mario Kart, you could play 
on I could you could I've been playing online so you could play with people all around the world and I was play I was playing with Mo for a little while um, and like other friends in like New York and Boston and stuff um, but literally, literally dude like the only like the only game I really give a shit about is playing fucking the old school Super Mario Brothers right now. You know, hey, speaking of old games, uh, I played uh, NFL Blitz for the first dude. time in years. Uh, Such a good game. Money. Oh, dude. And, how did you uh, How did you play it? So, a little while ago, before, again, all this stuff was yeah. crazy, uh, like a couple years ago, Sanjay bought an N64 on, while he was on tour. Yeah. Um, so, I he let me borrow it or whatever. So, I was like, fuck it. It's Friday night. There's nothing to do. Plugged it in. And so you have you have it. a Nintendo 64 right now? Yeah, Sunjays. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but dude, I'm so yeah. that's amazing. I'm so jealous. That's incredible. So he, yeah. So there's Blitz, of course, uh, Goldeneye. Yes. Uh, what else? The uh, like WCW versus NWO. Oh my right? god, that game is so good. Um, I'm hoping, and I don't know. I, they've probably done this already, but you know how like Nintendo put out like the mini old school Nintendo, the Super Nintendo. Yeah. I hope they do that with the N64. So I I, uh, I saw a story a couple of weeks ago, maybe like a month or so or something, um, where Nintendo Switch was going to re-release a bunch of N64 games through the Switch. Oh, that would be awesome, dude. So I don't remember a lot of what they were, what they were talking about, but I do remember the original uh, Mario 64 was going to get re-released. Oh. So yeah, that. dude. I hope they speed that shit up because I would love to play the original Mario sixty four. And, 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 and to me, I think the N sixty four is probably my favorite system of all time. Oh, dude, it's incredible. Like obviously, yeah. I feel like I love having the Switch because I can play all these old games and play new games and stuff. But yeah, if I had to just pick one system to uh, to play the rest of my life, it would absolutely. I mean, N sixty four too was so good. Like, uh, obviously, Blitz was really great. Like yeah. you said, GoldenEye was really good. Mario 64. Mario Tennis. I used to love Mario Tennis. Uh, Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey. You remember that one at all? That was a no, fucking... I remember that. And, and I was a big wrestling guy, so all the WWF games and then the WCW. And then you can't forget the, just the freaking um, uh, the remote, you know? With oh, the yeah. stick in the middle. Of, like, oh, dude. Dude. Uh, um, no Mercy. That was my favorite wrestling game. Oh, yes. So good, man. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully they'll release more N64 games for the Switch. And I think you were saying your son, like one of your kids, has a Switch, right? Yeah, my oldest, uh, Carson, he's got a Switch, and uh, he uses it. But if they're going to do all the N64 stuff, I'm going to take that and, you know, use that for myself. You take over power. I paid for it. (laughs) All right, buddy. Well, I mean, we're just about an hour here. Um, okay. It was. Uh, it's good catching up with you, man. Um, you too, man. I'm glad it's everybody. Nice. It's nice to. Yeah, it's nice to see your face, dude. Yeah, I think this is uh, got to be the new way we do these podcasts. Again, we don't have to do yeah. them every week. Like I know, obviously, you know, you're you're busy. You got family. You're still homeschooling and all kinds of crazy shit. So we'll do it whenever we can. But um, uh, I. Uh, Obviously, I've been, like, trying to find other ways to, like, create content and do, like, more stuff with the podcast, obviously, especially because, and, and again, we, we, we started over. So I should mention that Paradise Adult Boutique, of course, is the sponsor of the podcast. They're, they're continuing to sponsor the podcast all through May. Um, they've been closed for almost a month now, and they still continue to support. Hopefully, they'll be open in May. And you guys will be able to support them. Uh, Rob from Paradise Adult Boutique, he's got a great plan. And he's going to put stuff together to where his employees will be safe and the people coming will be safe and everything in between. Obviously, you know, like if you've been to a Circle K, they have like those like plastic shields now in front. He's going to do that with his employees and he'll do like curbside pickup and all that stuff. And there's more info on my Twitter and more info on his Twitter as well. And I shared it so you can find all that stuff. So if they do open back up, I'll definitely make sure to mention uh, when they're open and their hours and all that kind of specific stuff. But make sure you uh, you keep tabs on that and I'll make sure I, I, I keep you guys up to date on that stuff with the podcast. Um, but 
So I've been looking for other ways to put out podcasts and obviously still promote Paradise Adult Boutique and, and give content and, and keep the podcast going and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I did, I've started doing, dude, it's so crazy how long this podcast has been going for now that I could literally, I could legitimately do like flashback episodes. Like yeah. the podcast has been through so many like changes, like, uh, I want to find the next flashback episode I'm going to do is the one where we tricked Kenny coming back in uh, to film an episode, and then we just rip on him for for not producing the video that we asked for for, like, two weeks. Like, there's, like, I don't want to call them, like, classic episodes because that's just, like, douchey, but you know what I mean? Like, there's just, like, there's there's fun episodes that, like, that if I, I go back and think of old episodes... There's certain ones that I, I think about specifically that stick out, and uh, you know I want to I want people because all of those got erased obviously when I switched from doing it with the radio station to doing it on my own. So we lost almost like a year of episodes. So I'm gonna start sharing those old ones out so people can listen to. Obviously, there's like a lot of new people listening, so I want them to hear that. And then uh, I got this idea. I was on the phone with my mom the other day. And my mom still just, like, loves watching all of these... She'll, like, tell me about a movie she watched. And I'll have... I don't... Like, I've never heard of it. I don't think anybody's ever heard of it. Like, she watches all of these random fucking movies. And uh, I got this idea where I was like, you know, it would be really funny if my old, very Italian... Like, just Italian with her fucking thick Long Island accent would just give people movie reviews of these movies no one's ever heard of. <laughs> so I recorded one before we started the podcast today. Uh, my mom, you know, got on the FaceTime with me like we're doing right now. And she, we, it, it, it lasted 20 minutes, <laughs> which is probably 10 minutes too long. But she did two movie reviews uh, an Al Pacino movie that I had never heard of, and a uh, John Travolta movie that I had also never heard of. And Do the, you remember the names? Um, the, the I remember the Pacino movie was uh, eighty eight seconds, I think, or something like that. Oh, I know that one. Do you? Is it good? Is it is it the one where he uh, goes undercover? As the gay guy, like a uh, a gay guy in like the S and M world in New York. Oh, she never, she didn't mention anything oh. about that. Okay, that that. But she might, she also know. might have just not have done a great job re- reviewing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, it feel, it felt like she reviewed two movies that starred grown men that she's attracted to, and that's why she did it. <laughs> but oh, either way. Uh, I was I was gonna release the, her movie review as part of this podcast, but since we did an hour, I'm gonna release her movie review as a separate podcast, as just a bonus podcast. So this will go up tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna once we finish this, I'm gonna chop it up and I'm gonna post it. So keep an eye out for probably Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll release uh, a bonus podcast where. I let my mom review movies no one's heard of. I'm excited for that one. <laughs> I dude, it, it was she's you know it she's just such a character that I I, yeah. I couldn't have I couldn't have thought of a better person to, to review movies, and uh, you know I'm gonna keep trying to put out stuff and 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 come up with some some fun ways to entertain everybody. So awesome. that'll come out in a couple of days, and obviously this one. But uh, I'm glad you're doing okay, buddy. It's good to talk to you, man. Um, Stay safe, yeah. and uh, um, I will uh, I will talk to you in uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. We'll do another one of these soon. Uh, yeah, you too, buddy. Stay safe out there, and then everybody listening, you know, call your friends, call your family, just check check in on everybody, make sure everybody's doing good. And uh, you're right, you know. dude. Seriously, that's yeah. that's yeah. it's such like I feel like I've been super lucky in the fact that like a lot of my friends have been coming up with like different ways of all of us still trying to like connect and talk and stuff. Uh, we did, um, on Friday night, I did this thing, uh, called Netflix party. Have you heard of that at all? I love that. Yeah. So I did. So basically if you don't know, you should do it with your friends. 
uh, basically Netflix Party is, is, is it's an extension on Google Chrome. So if you have a Netflix account, somebody could host a movie night to where you all could watch a movie together and there's like a little sidebar attached in the, in the chat there where you could all text and talk during the movie. Um, me and about like 15 of, I didn't know everybody. It was a bunch of my friends from New York and Boston and then like other, like other people they live with and are friends with in New York. We all watched uh, the original Evil Dead. Did you ever see that? Oh, I love it. Classic. So I had never seen it. So it was cool. I got to watch it for the first time. And then we're all like getting to chat while we watch it. And then on top of it, we turned it into a drinking game. So <laughs> it was like, you know, all the, the cliches of like a, like a horror movie. Uh, and, you know, the, 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 my buddy Anthony, who was like in charge of the, of the group, would just text drink every time one of the drinking rules applied. So it was a ton of fun. And then we all Zoom chatted afterwards and everybody's hammered because the drinking game was ridiculous and everybody just talks and it was a good time. So try and schedule stuff with your friends yeah. and, and make the best out of it. And I would say too, like I was talking to my dad earlier and it's like, you know, my dad lives alone. Like he's struggling to find stuff to do and, and stay entertained. So like if your parents live alone or if you think, you know, like my dad doesn't have a podcast to keep him preoccupied. Like we have things going on, you know, work and whatever that keep us busy. So the people that you know don't have a lot going on, make sure you check in with them and talk to them and stuff. Yeah, for sure, man. And like you said, great seeing you, buddy. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm glad you're doing good. And yeah, we'll, we'll do another one soon. All right, buddy. Sounds good, man. Okay. All right. See you, buddy. Later, man. Bye.